0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode number 33 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator series. Today I had the pleasure of welcoming a Maryland native. He is a dope producer. Um, Discovered this guy after he worked with Stally this year. Well, not this year, but in 2020, he worked on all three of Stally's projects. His name is Jay Patterns. and today we talked about i wanted to do, kind of break down with someone who has had online success as a producer um, Jay patterns makes a lot of different type beats and everything uh, mostly uh, drake type beats he kind of describes how he uh, got into doing uh, kind of taking that route as a producer as opposed to just posting a bunch of random beats with no kind of direction or anything um, and i thought that was good to get that perspective from someone that's been doing that for a while he said, surprisingly enough, he's only been producing heavily for three years, which I found was interesting, considering he's all—he's already very well developed in his sound, in my opinion. Um, we talked about what kind of projects he has coming up, and I kind of brought up that he should bring back uh, doing his beat tapes, because I feel like he has the beats that you can just kind of just throw them on and really just vibe to them, even if there's no rapper or singer or anyone on it. Um, and he talked about a little bit about uh, how the whole Stally connection came about, how uh, I believe he said it was someone who worked at Billboard who kind of plugged him with Stally, um, which I thought was very cool. Stally, obviously, an artist from Northeast Ohio, here where I'm from, um, someone who I've, I've always been a fan of, so that was very cool to hear that story. And I'm just wishing uh, Jay Patterns all the success, man, because like I said, I think he has a great sound already, and it's only going to keep getting better. And I foresee him working with a lot of great artists in the future. Um, So, kind of just tap in with this episode. Uh, I thought there was a lot of great information, especially if you're someone who's a producer who's going to be trying to sell beats online. This might be the episode for you. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, welcome everyone to episode number 33 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today we got a Maryland native. He's a super dope producer. I love this guy's sound. Jay Patterns is here. How are you, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. And again, thank you for being on the show today. And I'm glad to get you on finally after, you know, a few months. So pretty much to start out every episode, we kind of just have, you know, the guests kind of give a little background as to how they got started in music, kind of where your stage name comes from, all that good basic stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, my dad plays the guitar, so... That was like really where my intro to music came. Then when I got into like my early teens, I started like getting into like hip hop, jazz, and all that. And I never really thought about making beats. Like my cousin made beats, but originally I was like, I just wrote music, mm-hmm. that was all I wanted to do. I was just write, and then eventually maybe rap. But then in 2017, I got a beat machine for Christmas, and then I just decided when I just make beats. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, man, I just never let the foot off the gas, and
0: no do, it, so nice. And I can tell just from hearing like all your stuff on YouTube and everything that you got already like a really dope <laughs> sound developing and everything, man. Like you're yeah. way ahead of like where I'm at or like a lot of people that have just started out kinda of are. So I was kinda of interested to see like where you started and when you started, so that's kinda of cool. You've really just been doing it the last few years and everything. So I can tell yeah. you're definitely like, cut out for it, man. So that's super awesome. Um I like guess only been
1: a bit it's only been three mm-hmm. years, but it feels like I've been doing it for like That's honestly what
0: I like. Would have thought just hearing your shit, because like it's just very well like seasoned and like all the sound selection is very good and everything. So like hats off to you, bro. Um, so as far as like the beat making process for you, how does that begin? Are you like I know you kind of dabble with like some samples and different things like that. So like how do you how do you say you'd begin? Are you beginning with drums or like a melody or does it not really matter?
1: Uh, I usually always start with like. A melody or like just a just the base of the sample or something mm-hmm. unless i'm um, like trying to chop something up then i'll i'll use a drum first and then i'll just like tap with it as i go but mostly yeah, i start with just like a melody or some sort of sound first
0: mm-hmm. yeah because i i know like a lot of people especially now it's like melodies and loops and things are becoming a big thing as far as like producers collaborating so like someone will send someone a melody and like just yeah. go from there I personally I've never been able to start with drums like I don't know what it is about like the music side I have to start with that with hearing something and like the main part of a song and then I can kind of like get the beat going and like for songwriters too I guess a lot of songwriters don't like to have drums in there to start with they like to have just like a melody or like some type of piano or something whatever the sound is and just get it going from there so I'm always interested to hear like kind of what everyone's process uh, is and everything. Um, so that's pretty cool um, So I know that you have worked with uh, Stally Who's a big artist out here Where I'm from in Ohio How did that whole thing come about And kind of what do you think um, Has led to kind of that Whole thing taking shape Over the past couple of years for
1: you Yeah uh, Stally, I remember listening to him In like 2011 2012 mm-hmm. uh, When he was on MMG back in the day And pretty much how that came about Um there's this guy that works at Billboard, and he, like, interviews artists and stuff. Uh, I'll give you his Instagram after this. Uh, he interviewed Sal. He's actually a good friend of his. And, you know, he just kind of, like, naturally messed up my music. So he just plugged my beats. Uh, next thing you uh, know, when I woke up, I got a DM. And he was, hey, there, sent me some beats and all that. And I was, like, excited. Like, wow, this is crazy because I used to listen to him, I even told him, like, man, I used to listen to you back in, like, 2011, though, MMG when they did the mixtapes, like Mill Rick Ross, all that. I sent them like I must send them like 300 beats that day, and I was like, I gotta get. And he used two, I think. Then the next project, he used another one. He used another two, and the recent project called Cake, he uh, used like I think I produced six out of seven or something like that. It was just crazy how it all came about, and Yeah, I'm just grateful for that Mm. man forever. That was awesome. Yeah, it's super. It's super crazy.
0: It's super crazy because, like, I'm, like, 20 minutes away from Maslin and everything in Ohio. So, like, around here, like, Stalley's like, considered one of the best, like, to come out of this area. And, like, I remember when he was on MMG and I was, like, oh, this dude's from Ohio. And, like, not only is he from Ohio, he's, like, really close to where I'm at. So, like, that's crazy. And then, like, this year I saw your name on the production credits and I was, like, okay, I want to check this dude out. And that's kind of, like, how I figured out your music. And I was, like, oh, this dude's super dope. And, like, he fits kind of, like – because Stalley like – I feel like he's always had like the sample type beats and things like that, but he'll, he'll do some different stuff. Like Pariah, like that project is probably one of my favorites of the year. Like, I felt like he did really great, a really great job on that. And, like your contributions were great to that, so I was kind of interested to see how that uh, connection kind of came about. so that's pretty cool. Um, so I know that you are pretty heavy on YouTube. You got a lot of subscribers over there as far as like your material, and I think you're on Beat stars as well, correct?
1: Yeah, like so every so often.
0: Yeah, so it's hard
1: to keep up with like because my process, I just make beats like every day. Yeah, and to just sit here and like upload on that and then YouTube, mm. it's just like You're kind of lazy with that.
0: whatever uh, yeah. So I, so I was kind of intrigued as far as like which one. It's it sounds like you prefer YouTube more. So can you kind of go a little bit into that as like why that's your preferred method of kind of just getting your beats out there?
1: I think just because I think beat stars are just like. It's like mainly producers, you know I and mean? So I feel like there's like a lot of like I mean there's competition on YouTube too, but like mm-hmm. I just think I already have a following on YouTube. And most people don't use BeatStars really to just buy beats. I don't really know anybody that's like on there just yeah. you know. We almost listen to BeatStars, yeah, you know. Like people I know nowadays people are getting on YouTube and just listen to music all day. And if I can get my video to pop up in the up next right on the way, mm-hmm. but you know, then that's like the goal, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just Keep, keep trying to grow on that and make that happen for real. Mm. Just why I prefer it. Plus, it's pretty much YouTube's really the reason people have found. You know, why not YouTube channel? I don't think I'd be making beats for style. So mm. that's how I look at
0: it. It's awesome because YouTube has been around for like 15 plus years, but it's yeah. still like an ever growing platform too. And there's so many possibilities with it. And like you said, I think BeatStars is cool for like what it is and like it's, it's just for beat makers and whatnot. But YouTube, there's a lot of different possibilities. And I always see like um, people even putting together like playlist mixes of different people's beats just to kind of play them and things like that. Yeah, exactly. and you never know what could come out of that because an artist could be on YouTube and like your beat could be in someone's playlist that just got randomly made and then they're going to check out your stuff and then be like, oh, I'm going to hit this guy up for beats or whatever. So exactly. yeah, I'm just, I was just kind of intrigued on like why that works for you. And I'll get into that a little bit more about like uh, the different methods you're using, I think, and everything. So... But that's that's pretty interesting. Is there um, anyone that you would credit that you've listened to coming up that kind of made you say, "I want to do music," or like anyone that you've listened to that was kind of like, "This is really cool. Hopefully, I can do this one day."
1: I mean, if you look at my page, you probably figure out who that is. I think I know who that is. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) two thousand like two thousand eleven, I think, was like one of the greatest years for music in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Like Drake dropped, The Weekend was coming out. I think Channel Orange with Frank Ocean mm-hmm. came out. Like, there were so many albums, Jay-Z and Kanye. I just think that was, like, when I was like, man, like, all these different sounds, especially with, with I got to credit, like, what Toronto and Drake and all those guys were doing. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know, sonically, it just was, like, everything I wanted to hear. Like, I still remember when I played uh, House of Balloons for, like, the first time. I like, was sitting in my bed and I was, what, like, 14 or whatever? And, yeah, ever since then, I was like, man, this is, like, the greatest stuff I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much where they got me into music. Just the way they would write their songs, or sing the melodies. You would hear like it wasn't really heard before, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I guess I have to credit Drake, The Weeknd, J. Cole, all those guys. Kendrick, pretty much our generation's like top artists, yeah. you know. Especially Kanye West. Like that's like, my probably my favorite producer
0: kind of weird because like i'm very familiar with that era as well because like that was kind of the turning where a lot of the new artists were coming up and nowadays these are the biggest artists like
1: in yeah, the industry which is so, crazy yeah like, i never would have thought mm. i never people used to make fun of you, you listening to drake Oh you know, <laughs> i mean you saw it man but now he's like he's the biggest, biggest. artist in the world yeah, he
0: literally is the biggest artist in the world and i'm looking forward to his album next month i want to see like kind of where he yeah. takes that because yeah. i did like scorpion a little bit but like I wasn't as big of a fan of it as some of the past work So I'm kind of curious because he's taken the last couple years to kind of make this one So I think this one's going to be uh, something pretty different I think yeah. it's going to be interesting um, So other than those artists that you just named Is there anyone that you'd <coughs> want to do a song with or maybe you know collab with soon That's a kind of a bigger name? Oh
1: man hmm. That's a good one it's actually a couple artists. I know one. He's like pretty underground. He's I'm never heard of, uh, Johnny Rain. He's pretty dope. If you ever want to check him I'll out, I'll have to
0: look him up. Yeah,
1: yeah. He makes. He's been doing music for a minute. He also like has that like dark like sound.
0: Mm.
1: Other than that, yeah, I think I want to work with like some of the new guys. Like, I want to work with like Roddy or uh, Little Baby maybe. Mm. Just to pop the that out. Mm. Big Sean's another guy I want to work with. And then like as far as like maybe collab with producers. I think uh Hit boy would be pretty dope. Oh yeah, Metro obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd wanna work with like Jay Z or some of those guys too. Yeah. But uh, Nas would be dope. Yeah, I would work with anybody, man. Like especially female artists too. Like I know Georgia Smith's pretty dope. I'd work with her, or uh, maybe Beyonce. You wanna shoot through the stars? But yeah, I'm down. Just like one day I wanna work with just everybody, man. Mm.
0: Just have like my little hand and everything. <laughs> Yeah, you never know what could happen. As long as you just yeah, keep working, you know. Um, now, are you someone that kind of is a studio guy, or you kind of just make it home, or it doesn't really matter to you? Or are you just kind of like I've make anywhere?
1: Only been the studio like twice in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just been sitting in my computer making yep. these for almost four years now
0: so can't complain about that though that's the beauty of the internet too like you could just be wherever yeah, now and do just kind where of you're at now, man. as long as you got like a plan in place like you never know what could come out of it so like it's
1: crazy like back in the day you know you had to go to like new york l.a if you wanted mm-hmm. to do something with your music hand people cds but now you could just upload on soundcloud if you mm-hmm. get lucky only takes one song so. exactly and that's it's good like
0: long. if you're in like a small town and you don't have like access to a studio or you don't have enough money to build your own studio as long as you have like a laptop and maybe like an audio box or something like a USB mic yeah. or things like that just to get it going and you exactly. can just make very simple songs and just kind of put them out and see where it goes and slowly once you start gaining more money and more traction you can start building up something better. So
1: like, Yeah I mean a good example I'm, Bryson Tiller made Don't I think in his living room. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's like, one of go. the biggest like, records <laughs> in the last like 10 years. So yeah there you go. That was like it's, the record like, that put him on too. Um So you're from Maryland, right? I'm kind of curious as to, like, I'm not very huge on the Maryland, like, rap scene or really the music scene as far as, like, indie artists coming up. Is there anyone that's, like, a really cool, like, budding talent that we should know about to be on the lookout for? Or maybe someone you've worked with? Yeah, I mean, I don't really uh,
1: keep up with, like, any of the, like, upcoming artists, to be honest. Not, like, not, like, uh, I don't, like, look for it, I guess. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've only worked with people. I usually work with people that are like across the country, which is kind of funny. Mm. I've heard people in Toronto, we had stuff. But as far as Maryland, I never really, like, touched base with anybody around here. Mm.
0: I can kind sure. of relate to that, though, because, like, where I'm from, I like, I know there's artists out here, but, like, I don't know. We haven't really connected on anything, or, like, there's been no dialogue there. So I've, I've already worked with more people that live, like, thousands of miles away from me than I have actually where I'm at. So... Yeah. I guess it kind of all just depends on, like, the situation and everything and all that kind of
1: thing. Just, just how people network, I guess, yeah. you know? Like, 5 and, like, herds because I'm not digging or maybe, like, they're not trying to, like, you know, mm-hmm. to push their music out there. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I've had a couple people hit me, like, yeah, I'm from Maryland, too, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, anybody it's, like, big or, like, actually coming up, I'm not really sure.
0: Mm-hmm. So as far as kind of marketing yourself and maybe like how you present yourself on social media and things like that are there any certain methods that you've been using that are kind of just unique to you or are you just kind of following a blueprint you've seen before like how's that been going for you
1: lately well I think uh, the best thing to do is just stay consistent like I remember when I first started I was like "Oh, I'll just do like one beat a week and then I was like you know I wasn't really you know popping off like that Mm -hmm. and every one beat I got it got like 20k views I think and I was like, man, I could probably do something with this. So from that day forward, I just decided I'm just gonna like make a beat a day, you know. The uh, zombie on the track, actually, I got this from an interview he did like back in like 2016, and he was like, yeah, I just make a beat a day, you make a beat a day, that's 365 beats. And I was like, all right, I could do that. So every day, I just, you know, kept creating, creating, creating. It's crazy because I like I don't think I've ever experienced beat block, and if I did, it was only for like five minutes. Mm. So I just had to keep it i just like yeah you know, i'm just gonna stay consistent that's my advice to anybody like if they're like man i don't understand why i'm not popping off i'm like i look at their page i was like no you only dropped a song like once a year mm-hmm. like an album like you know you just put as much music out there if you could flood the market your name will pop up way more than anybody else mm-hmm. i think on youtube i'm probably one of the only few who actually goes like every day something new. Mm-hmm. so that was like my blueprint i made myself i guess so shout out to the zombie for saying that it would be because I never had stuck with me ever since i seen mm. that
0: but yeah I think too there's a big misconception as far as like when you do music you feel like it's not supposed to feel like a job or whatever and you kind of just want yeah, exactly. to do it whenever you want but at the same time if you're not doing it consistently enough no one you're never gonna get the track like you said the traction that you need to actually succeed you have to actually have like a blueprint and some type of plan and like a schedule for yourself be like I'm gonna yeah. do this once a day and just keep going because like you have to build the discipline, you know what I mean? There has to be a self-discipline aspect to it. You can't just be lazy and be like, ah, I'm just going to do it whenever I feel like it because you're never going to see the results. So I think like anyone that's ever had success, especially in music, eventually they, even if they didn't have it before, they like develop the self-discipline to make something out of themselves with what they want to do with that. So I definitely feel what you're saying there. So
1: Another thing, man, just invest in yourself,
0: you know, mm-hmm. like,
1: don't be that guy like, wants everything for free or, like, hand it to him, like, just, just make some sacrifices, man, mm-hmm. like, if you look at some of the biggest artists, they've done, like, many, a lot of things, spent money on everything, studio equipment, like, just invest in yourself, you know, just take a risk, mm-hmm. you never know, forget.
0: It's important to get your priorities in order with that because I think a lot of people still they want to buy like clothes and shoes and all the things that you might not need for your career but you have to figure out what you actually need to move yourself along and continue the progress and invest in that so that's all very important Um, so back to kind of like your YouTube and kind of your strategy I know that you've done a lot of like type beats and things like that and I know like certain producers do type beats and then certain producers do like some different routes and kind of different techniques what exactly led you to do the type beats route and how do you think you've found success in that specifically for you
1: yeah um, I think when I like wanted to be like a rapper I used to like just type in beats on YouTube right and I just seen them all these guys It type beat this type beat that and I was like right, I guess that's like the a thing to do you mm. know even on like SoundCloud like, looking up beats it was always tight beats so mm. yeah I just so okay I'll just stick with that and then uh what was the second part of the question about
0: that Uh, n- pretty much just like how have you specifically found success in that like uh, nowadays okay, yeah, like yeah. like today so, like obviously you're doing like Drake type B J. Cole yeah. type B like
1: yeah I would like look at people's channels and their beats would just be like so many different artists, but is isn't a bad thing mm. But I think if you want to, like, make it in the music world, you have to have, like, your own, like, sound. That makes sense. So I just decided, all right, well, every beat of mine usually sounds like something Drake would use. So I'll just do, like, the majority, like, 90% Drake. And then have, like, eventually, you know, do some, like, jazz stuff, J. Cole types. But, yeah, I just decided I needed to just stick with, like, one sound to do. And that was, like, my ideal thing because I just big Drake, and it's crazy because like I started like I think right after views dropped was that 2016? Yeah. No, before uh like before like a little before More Life, I guess. And that was like pretty much when we finally like popped off way mm-hmm. right after that, so it's kind of crazy, but yeah, I just I just stuck with that sound.
0: Mm. I know for like the type beats type thing is like you have to look at it from an artist standpoint as well because like if you're an artist and you're like an upcoming artist and you never made beats and you don't really know how to describe a sound that you're looking for how else would you describe it you know you'd be like I wanna I want something that sounds like this and it's that artist so like as the producer for making it a type beat it's for the artist you know purpose not really always for your purpose it's just kinda describe the sound of the beat but it's for the artist to help them be like okay yeah that's kinda what I was going for that's what I meant by that because they don't always like know how to describe it because like even me personally like i've had artists hit me up and like i want it to sound like this i don't really know how to describe it because i don't know how to make beats but like do you have something that sounds like this and then they'll send you like a song by an artist so then you have to try and emulate that so that's kind of like i didn't really get the type beats thing at first but when i broke it down and like it's really just about simplifying it for the person that's trying to find your beats too and, like, just kind of making it easier for them. So I definitely have, like, yeah. a new, like, vantage point as far as, like, why people do it and how you could find success in that because it's very, like, um, artist-central pretty much to me.
1: Yeah. So And you really look at, I mean, hip-hop, rap, R&B, like, they have all different kinds of, like, sounds now. Yeah. Like, it's not just your, what you would hear in, like, the 80s and 90s, like, your boom bat. Like, rap has taken so many different, like, Jaren, like routes the way it goes like you have Drake and you have Jay and you have Kendrick but they all sound so different mm-hmm. so you can't just go on YouTube you type in hip hop type beat you're gonna get like
0: millions of so results many,
1: yeah like, <laughs> so many different things like yeah. why not just narrow it down to, like and plus like who's like the hottest artist right now I mean, that's what people want to listen to you mm-hmm. not to like copy their sound but you want something that at least can stay up with how music sounds right now like mm-hmm. nobody really like if you think about it. Like, the whole boom, bat, like, rap yeah, is, like, not... I don't even hear that on the radio, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even... You
0: barely hear that, so... It's good to, like, that's evolve your it. sound with the times as well, because, like, I feel like you can still do stuff like that, but if you're not doing what's kind of trending as well, you're going to kind of get pushed aside a bit. Like, it just kind of yeah. is what it is, so... Uh, I think that's always very helpful to know, especially as a producer, so... Um, so I only got a few more questions for you, uh, and we'll just wrap it up here. Um, do you have any projects or maybe something in the works that we could look forward to to hearing soon? Um, maybe in 2021? Like, what do you have up your sleeve? You think? Uh,
1: nothing like major right now. I do. I'm working with an artist right now, Curtis 3rd We're about to drop the album. I think in January, probably right after, right before Drake does, just to get that. Like, <laughs> so now he's gonna take it over, but. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it for right now mm-hmm. on the calendar. Uh, yeah, I mean, i just, I was working with all of her so.
0: mm-hmm.
1: Whenever you see me post something, that's it. Nice, man.
0: <laughs> I'd like to hear you do some beat tapes. You ever thought about doing that?
1: Yeah, I did. I did two. In oh, the past. okay. I'll
0: have to check uh, them out.
1: One was called Ghosted, and I think the second one was called Track in December. I think they're both on YouTube. I used mm-hmm. to do... um Beat tapes where I like, or pretty much mixtapes where I have people rap my beats and put it all together. But mm. doing that, man, I got so many copyright issues. Oh, it was yeah. crazy. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. I was like, damn, they was about to take my channel down because <laughs> of that, man. I had like an hour long mixtape but just the amount of copyright emails I got. Like, oh, mm-hmm. Crazy. But I'll probably bring it back and just put it like maybe on SoundCloud or something like that.
0: Nice, because I know you got those beats that like I just put them on with no lyrics and just listen to them like straight up. Yeah. So that'd be that'd be super dope. Um, so if you could go back ten years ago, maybe give yourself any advice, maybe kind of uh, tell yourself anything important, or maybe not change anything at all. What do you think you'd do? Oh,
1: man. Honestly, I wouldn't change anything. You know, that's why I'm that's why I'm in this spot right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe just tell myself, like, hey, start a little earlier, you know. Don't be scared of it. Just try something new, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But, yeah, I think uh, I wouldn't change a thing, you man. know. Man, I'm mm-hmm. on a good path right now, and it's working, so i not going to change nothing.
0: So 10 years from now, where do you think you want to be in your career and your life in general?
1: Man, I just want to be happy, dog. <laughs> man, that sounds like cliche
0: oh, man.
1: sure like all the fame and all that I like, used to be like yeah I want to be rich and all that stuff but mm-hmm. hey if I could just make beats comfortably from my home and support my family and stuff I'm cool with that mm-hmm. or if you know I can drive nice cars and have a big house that's cool mm-hmm. too but as long as I'm successful and happy man I think I'm good mm-hmm. on that
0: that's it's always the smart. goal man like I think people forget about that sometimes um, so where are you at on social media I know you're on Instagram I think you're on Twitter too where can people yeah. find you at
1: just those two, Instagram okay. and Twitter pretty much. So uh, J Patterns on Instagram, and I think it's uh, J Patterns three on Twitter. So yeah. Awesome.
0: And any final words of wisdom today?
1: <laughs> uh, man, it's staying out all grind, man. Uh, in quarantine, I know some places going back in quarantine is the perfect mm-hmm. time. Just lock in, maybe do music, art, drawing, any of that. Just create as much as possible, man. Mm-hmm. they never stop. You never know what happening. Just never, the moment you're not doing it, someone else is, you mm-hmm. know. So, it's always standing by. Mm-hmm. That's my motto for everything.
0: Well, man, that's all I had for you today. Uh, I appreciate you, like I said, getting back with me about being on this episode. And I appreciate all the gems you just share with us. And hopefully we can do this again one day. Maybe in person. I don't really know, man.
1: Yeah, this is dope, man. I'm definitely going to follow up on you. Keep in touch, man. Is, uh, I love doing these interviews. That's awesome. Yes, and whatever you got going, man, let's keep, keep with it, man. This is dope.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening today. That was episode number 33. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit that support button on your podcast streaming platform if you want to send any funds our way. It goes towards us getting new guests, um, more exciting guests for you. And we'll see you this time next week. Thanks.